Blog Talk Radio. Sports Show. I am your host, Mr. CJ Sports. You can follow me at Mr. CJ Sports. You can follow the 110 Nation at 110 Nation. Glad to be back. Oh, my Lord. It's been a minute. Glad to be back in the Carolina Sports Plus studio. I want to thank all the followers, listeners, um, subscribers, everybody. Um, for uh, hanging in there, hanging out while we had some things to take care of. Um, I was out for a few weeks due to um, my son being in town from North Carolina. Um, Thanks to, or no thanks to work, I guess is a better way to word it. Uh, Eight weeks he was here, I got to spend maybe two weeks with him. So the last three Wednesdays, I was out of commission. A um, couple of them, Kings Island, another one we was uh, hiking or uh, camping. Um, then come back and work, and there was health issues amongst the uh, members and everything. So um, we needed to take time to kind of recuperate and uh, get back in the studio. But glad to be back. Glad to have Mario back. Um I'm going to go ahead and get him in the studio before I make a few announcements, um, reveal a few things that are going on here at the 110 Nation, and then getting into tonight's show. So without any further ado, delay, Mario, how are you doing? I'm doing pretty good. Glad to be back on this Wednesday. Glad to be back. Yes, yes, yes. Sounds like you are doing much, much better there, sir. Oh yes, I am. Yes, I am. It's been uh, it's been an eventful two weeks, but I'm glad to be back and uh, glad to be talking sports. Me too. I'm so glad. Uh, I'm so glad and so eager to do this. And uh, a lot of things going on behind the scene. Before we get to things going on behind the scenes at this end, let's talk about things going up that end. Um, mm-hmm. Carolina Sports Plus, talk a little bit about what's going on, what has gone on, okay. what is going on, what's coming up soon. Okay. And I've seen, okay. I, I seen we got 9923. I know you know what that means. Yeah. Um, talk a little bit about that. And if I'm not also mistaken, I've seen a video clip of someone else that just recently, uh, I want to say uh-huh. he won that match. Uh-huh. Um, but uh, yes, he did. Yes, let's he did. go ahead and get into that real quick. Okay, okay. Carolina Sports Plus has been busy. Uh, 
first off, I'd like starting off by congratulations to uh, Michael Williams Jr. He's a boxer of ours. He got a. He's currently twenty-one and one. He had a, a TKO Saturday night in uh, Fayetteville. He was boxing at home. So uh, congratulations to to him and everybody who came out and supported. Uh, we also got another boxer on the list coming up. His fight is September 9th. Uh, Angel Munoz in uh, Rock Hill, South Carolina. He's currently 3-0 and with three knockouts. So uh, there's some good things going on. But uh, overall, Carolina Sports has been busy. We, we're coming up at the end of this month. We'll be at the fair in uh, Cumberland County. So that's always a good thing. And you can catch us online at carolinasportsplus.com. And follow us on social media on, on Carolina Sports Plus on Instagram and Facebook. This side of the of the woods here, we got some things going mm-hmm. on too. Um, yeah, I might go there with that. I hadn't filled out my sheet all the way yet. Anyway, um, first thing out the gate. Um, they mm-hmm. reached out to us. I was surprised when I got the email. Actually, a couple people have reached out to us. It's odd when I, I, I'm doing 10, 15, 20 videos a week. We're pumping out two, three shows a week, whatever the case may be, everything going on. I don't hear from nobody. We take a month-long mm-hmm. break, and all of a sudden I hear from everybody. Um, first, yeah. first group of, well, second group of people, in chronological order to reach out to me, but the first one we'll talk about is Amazon. Uh, we are now broadcasting our podcast on Amazon Music and Audible. They reached out to uh-huh. me, sent me an email, wanted to add us to their podcast um, their podcast section on their uh, presence there. So uh, glad to be part of that, glad to be able to mm-hmm. expand our fan base once again. Yep. So, um, right now, as of now, you can find us on iHeartRadio, Spotify, iTunes, Google Podcasts, YouTube, now Amazon uh, Music and Audible, um, amongst many others without without having to pull it up in front of my face. Uh, what other ones am I missing there? Spreaker. Can't believe I missed Spreaker. Um, Stitcher, uh, Podcast Addicts, Deezer, Podchaser amongst many uh, places, and you can just go to www.the110nationsportsradionetwork.com, get all the blogs, get all the shows over there, get the show schedules, which will lead me to the next uh, announcement. I have not put that on there yet, but this Monday, myself and Chris Yellow Caution Flag Creighton will be joining forces to bring a new show called the 110 Nation Race Chat Live. Um, exclusive. almost forgot the key ingredient word to that. Uh, we will have other members of the 110 Nation helping out. If I don't show, I, I'm unable to attend or he's unable to attend. We'll reach out and see who wants to come in and be part of this. Um, but uh, Monday night, 8 o'clock, we are going to have different drivers, different athletes on the uh, on the show. And uh, basically, it's a 30-minute show. We'll spend about 5, 10 minutes going through promos and talking about the shows that we got going on. And we'll spend the last 20 minutes with our guests and uh, just kind of get to the point. It's a show that's going to be geared and featured 
um, more towards just doing interviews, getting to know these different drivers, athletes, um, promoters, crew members, whatever the case may be. Um, it's something that I have missed. I have thought about doing a second show for a while. Didn't know if we was going to have the backing, if we was going to have the guests. Um, so I wanted to be more geared towards doing interviews. Um, for those that have listened to the 110 Nation for a long time, there was one kind of time that two, if not three, but usually two nights a week, we had three-hour shows. I think we were doing two or three-hour shows. And we would have two, three, four guests on a show. Uh, we would keep a full house um, when it came to guests on the shows. Um, we kind of got away from that, um, just things going on in personal lives, one ten nation lives, um, and, and it kind of just pulled back from all that. Well, fortunately from us, for us, that was the other email, the other group of people that reached out to us. Um, we had another group reach out to us that wanted us to bring on a current well, it's not a current. They are still in the racing circuit, and the racing world was a NASCAR driver. Uh, we'll be driving, I think, the Xfinity Series here sometime this month. We'll be coming back on Race Chat Live later on after that. Mm -hmm. um, was a former, I want to say, ARCA Series champion. Um, they reached out and wanted to see, and he's also um, running for a political position, um, wanted to know if we wanted to have him on the show course we uh, we wanted to and so not this monday but the previous monday austin i'm not giving jack up his last name starts with a z came on the show um they had him on had a great interview um i i thanked their pr and let them know anytime you know they want anybody to come on or you know had anything for us let us know and almost instantly I got an email back and there was about six more seven six or seven more drivers that we got in on deck were ready to go so uh turn that information over to miss lee who's been with the 110 nation for about 10 years now she used to schedule all my guests in the in the day um turn the information over to her and so Monday nights, she will be scheduling um, guests for us to cut, have and sit and interview, have conversations with every Monday night. So looking forward to that. It's the 110 Nation Race Chat Live exclusive. And little peek underneath the uh, umbrella or curtain or whatever you want to call it. We'll work on doing a little merch um, to be uh, given out as well with uh, the stuff mm -hmm. that Carolina Sports Plus has given us um, <clears throat> so we can promote both of us with a little bit of um, free giveaways and um, shirts as well. But giving up on get, finally getting the cups, so we're going to move on to uh, get some shirts out there. Uh, I oh, will uh, post later on our Facebook page. You've already seen it. Um, the shirt. I mm -hmm. like the design, our logo for that shirt. The goal is to eventually get shirts for this show, shirts for the Race Chat Live, um, even a shirt for because I really like the logo of the TV series, um, the YouTube series we have. There's only one nation. I really like that logo as well. I'd like to get that on a shirt as well. Um, but I, I'm going to constantly work on getting shirts for us to have to wear to help promote all the shows the network and everything else because um, obviously we're going to continue continue to grow here 12 years into this um, so it's very exciting 
I have freed up my time. There's no more door dashing for me. Um, so outside of staffing, which I am finally fully staffed, my assistant manager actually comes back this Saturday. She's been gone the last 10 days. That was another issue um, with me not and us not doing the show was my schedule and being tired. Um, but looking forward to, A, getting back to doing more videos, getting back to um, having time to spend on doing the 110 Nation, working on reaching out and getting more guests, more promos, work on the website. Um, just a lot more time has been freed up for me. It is crazy because it's the exact opposite of everything going on in my house. Uh, Mario yeah. comes from a house that's got a wife and kids and things and um, aren't entrepreneurs and I'm sure you guys probably have sports going on and everything else. Um, that's mm -hmm. the same thing going on here. Um, the youngest just started soccer. So you're looking at soccer two nights a week and, and yeah. then um, games on the weekend, the oldest, he does soccer as well. That's two nights out of the week, right out the gate. Um, the daughter, she works and then she also does explorers like the junior cop stuff. Um, so there's a, a couple nights out of the week. Well, multiple days out of the week counting works. You got a game plan around her four hour, five hour shifts. Um, then wife is a full time. She volunteers full time Sundays and Wednesdays, Wednesdays at the church. And then she does a whole nother ministry that she's involved with that they're growing. So that's a whole nother day there. Um, and the daughter's also homeschooling this year, so a lot going on here. But I have freed up my time. So um, Wednesdays until the time changes is a rush. That's why I was running a couple minutes late. Um, the soccer for the oldest goes from 6.30 to 7.30, so I was kind of hustling to get here once the – time it starts getting darker earlier they will shift it and it'll be like six to seven or five thirty to six thirty so it makes it a little bit easier um so wednesday nights i will be rushed getting in here um but uh i have i have freed up my time so there will be a lot more studio time there will be a lot more website time there will be a lot more time for us to prep for these shows um so looking forward to it and with the whole new show so with that being said I know that was a lot. Um, we got two things we're going to talk about tonight. We got the AFC. Uh, the AFC. Uh, we're going to talk about how we think they're going to finish and kind of highlight on different things of every conference um, and our thoughts and opinions. I'm going to write these down. I'm going to not only video clip each of the, each different one sections we go through, um, but hopefully turn it into a blog as well to help promote that. And we're going to, I don't even have to say his last name, Michael Oher. Is that how you say his last name? Um, the blindsided. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. uh, I want to jump into, because that, that's been a thing that has blown up, especially yeah. the yeah, last couple of days. Yeah. Um, uh -huh. So we're going to talk about that, and then we're going to jump into, well, originally the only thing I was planning on talking was about the AFC. Next week we'll talk about the NFC as okay. we get ready okay. for the NFL season. Uh, All right. I don't know everything, but I know a little bit about it a little bit. I've read a little bit. I'm trying mm -hmm. to prepare and kind of get caught up. Um, I don't know this dude's financial situation, but to be a, essentially adopted, I, 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 they're 
they're using a different word, conservator or however, whatever word yeah. they're actually using because when they did it, it was after over 18 years old or whatever. Mm. But you went from being homeless to be taken in by a very wealthy family, had mm-hmm. an opportunity to have the best life you could possibly had, got to go and their status kind of helped you get into the college. I mean, don't, I'm going to take anything away from his skill set and what yeah. he did on the field because obviously that contributed a big part. Mm-hmm. But it also had, it's good to have a big, a, a, a wealthy name that went to that same college to get you in there as well. Mm-hmm. And you played yeah. in the NFL, opportunities you probably wouldn't have gotten if this family wouldn't have took you in. Now, this is kind of where the reports get a little bit different, according to the attorney of the family. They've split anything that yeah. came in, and according to him, I think he he's saying that they adopted him so they could have financial rights to everything, which mm. I'm not going to say it's not possible or right, but I'm also going to say yeah. for a family that's very well off and own many restaurants or whatever the case would be, I find it hard to believe that was their alternative motive. My big question about all this, uh, Mario, and I, and I could be left field, but I don't know his, his situation. Did he go through all his money in the NFL, and is this an opportunity to try it? We, we know many, many athletes, and MC Hammer is a big one everybody knows, blow through all their money. Yeah. Was this one of those? Is this one of those situations where he has blown all of his money, and now uh, he's trying to flip the script because he's broke? Or, I mean, what 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 is your opinions on this? Because I just find it kind of weird. You were given yeah. basically every opportunity you wouldn't have got. Mm-hmm. You got to make mm-hmm. millions of dollars in the NFL, and then many yeah. years later, after all this has been said and done. Now you have an issue like you're complaining, like you're out of money and trying to find a way. Like I said, I don't know the situation. I've not found any details. That's kind of what I was reading into um, to try to find that. I just find it odd that you were pretty much given. Mm. I'm not going to say given because you, obviously you're you're a gifted enough athlete. You played in the NFL. But you, the path was paved to make it where this was possible. and wouldn't have been possible more than likely. I might say it wouldn't have never happened without the assistance of this family, and now years yeah. after all this has happened, now it's an issue. No. My my personal my personal opinion, straight up opinion, I want to say, you know, I got I got a lot of respect for him. You know, he played for the Panthers when we went to the Super Bowl, but uh, it does sound like a little shakedown. You know what I'm saying? Like you said, you, I don't know. I don't know what's up with his financial money. You know what I mean? I understand once he got out the NFL, you know, he lost a lot of weight, slimmed down, you know, and uh, it does sound like a shakedown. That family did good things for him. I, I just honestly don't believe that, uh, you know, all of a sudden years later that that all of this just pops up and uh, I wasn't getting any money. I wasn't getting anything in return about about the film because I, I remember when the Super Bowl was on and they and they kept showing interviews about the film with him and there was no fuss then, you know, so it does yeah. it does sound like a a money grab. But uh you know, who and, knows? And it's funny, you know? even in his book he talked about 
they basically did this to make it official of something they already knew mm. that they were family. So it kind of contradicts yeah. itself. And it's not like this family knew back when they adopted him, which was a little bit after he was 18 years old, or even when they took him in, that he would go to the NFL and be a, uh, and make mm. millions of dollars. I, I don't, I don't know. I just. <laughs> And, and Obviously, today's it's something time, we're gonna get. You know, yeah, yeah. With, with today's time, you know, with the with the racial card issue, you know, with the NFL with money issue, you know, it, it just it just all clashes in the, in the times that we're in. You know what I mean? But I honestly think it's a money shakedown. You know, maybe he broke and he figured that. He, maybe he figures that he 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 deserves more money for the film. You understand what I'm saying? Then 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 now, he actually got. Now I will say the memes that I have seen though, man, they've been off the oh, chain. Hilarious. Yeah. Regardless, he was right in the situation, and all yeah. of them have been uh-huh. kind of one sided in, in favor of yeah. him. Um, and I think uh-huh. that's got to do with more of. The social media, and that seems to be the mm-hmm. trend. If you're on social media, you're kind of favoring that side. But yeah. like I said, I, I don't know the details. I'm not trying to take sides. I'm not saying yeah, sides like rise together. Yeah, it, same thing. It, I don't, yeah, I don't want to listen to you saying that. Kind of fishy to me. Yeah, iffy. <laughs> iffy. It yeah. sounds iffy. Is that really? Yeah, it there, sounds just, really iffy and suspect. You know, we you know we're all growing in 2023. You know, it just sounds a little bit iffy. If you bring your facts, if you bring some paperwork or something, then then I'm more than welcome to change sides and say he was right. But right now, it just sounds iffy. I can see if this was a broke family that had nothing, and yeah. he was already graduated, but they were a very, very wealthy family. Took him in while yeah. he was still in high school. Like, there are just too many, mm-hmm. too many of these things that don't make sense. And then he had nothing yeah. to say throughout his college career, his high school, his professional career, and even for the, so many years since he's retired. And now all of a sudden, mm-hmm. this issue, just none of it yeah. makes sense to me. But I'm sure this is something yeah. that uh, we'll continue to keep updated on, keep continuously looking into. Next week, we'll be talking about the NFC, and I'm sure this is something, a conversation we'll be able to continue on and talk more about next week as well. Um, as things unravel, I just read one story. I've seen different opinions and thoughts, and I, I just it's interesting to me, um, but seems kind of off the chain as well. But anyway, um, this week we're going to talk about the AFC. We're going to talk about how we feel each division is going to finish, um, who we think from the AFC side is going to go, um, some mm-hmm. highlights, some different things about each division. Um if it be about my Browns or Aaron Rodgers with the Jets or um, Sean Payton coaching the Denver Broncos this year, um, just different things that we're going to focus on and talk about. And then next week we will do the same thing with the NFC as we prepare for um, the NFL. Um, that's two great things about the no more door dashing thing. Um, today we did an upgrade. Um, we had, when I moved in with the wife, she had the uh, $10 access plan from AT&T had to do with um, 
her losing her husband, her ex, uh, her previous husband, and not having the finances, and so they had the bare minimum $10 plan, which is 10 megabytes. I don't know if anybody knows anything about Internet. Um, that was also an issue and hard to keep up with a lot of things. 10 megabytes doesn't go very far. Uh, as a matter of fact, they the, we switched over to MetroNet today, um, who their basic plan, is 100 megabit, 100 megabytes, and they're talking about streaming four items at the same time, that basic service. Um, and so we switched over, went from 10 megabytes, and so now we skipped over the 100 mega or the 100 megabytes. Um, Wife's like, we probably get away with 100 megabytes. So I said, how do you figure? I'm like, it says basic service. Four stream on four, uh, five, four or five things. I said on any given moment, there's like four TVs on here. And I'm not going to talk about the five phones that are on. I'm not going to talk about the fact when I do shows, I have a laptop and a computer on. I'm not going to talk about mm-hmm. the fact that when you're doing your ministry stuff, you got a laptop on. We're not going to talk about the fact that the daughter's homeschooled, so she's going to be on a laptop all day. I was like, we need much more than 100 megabytes. So we were going to do the 500 megabytes. Now look to the price, and I'm like, you know what? For ten dollars more, I can get a whole gigabyte and be twice as fast. So I'm hoping this will also help with everything we got going on here, because now we've gone from ten megabytes to a whole gigabyte of internet speed. Um, so looking forward to that. But uh, back to my, my original point, and what kind of led me to that, because the ups, upgrade in service makes it better to watch the games. You have no idea how many times I've sat here and tried to watch football games that were blurry and distorted because we didn't have enough service. And even after I told people to turn things off because it was distorting the Internet service, I still wouldn't seem good. Um, but that is another good thing about no more door dashing. I will be able to sit here and watch college football all day Saturday, except when I have the hunting to-do list, and all day Sunday. There's not too much of a hunting to-do list on Sunday because the wife's usually gone morning and evening with church stuff, so the house is usually to myself on Sundays. So looking forward to us being right around the corner from not only the NFL season, but college football as well. Mario, we're going to jump into the AFC East to start off with. I have written here who and how I think they're going to finish. We're going to start from the bottom up, how we think this is going to play out in the AFC East. My fourth and final place team is the New England Patriots. Yeah, okay, all right, all right. I don't have a lot of confidence in the Patriots. Um, I, I just don't think that there's a lot of pieces out there. Mac Jones has not proven anything at this point to me. Um, I mean, hell, he's not even a 3,000-yard rusher. Um, and you're talking 14 touchdowns, 11 interceptions last year. So he's not the most efficient thrower. He's not the most accurate thrower. Um, I granted you guys went out and got Ezekiel Elliott, but we're on the back end of that career. Nobody uh-huh. visualizes or sees Ezekiel Elliott being a every down back. We can see him short yardage back. 
when you see him, maybe a, a second five back, but he's not going to be your every down back. He is it's past that yeah. time for Ezekiel Elliott, who I love. I didn't love him for the Cowboys, but I'm a Buckeye. He's a Buckeye. I like him, Ezekiel Elliott. But let's okay. be honest, there's a lot of miles on that on that body, and uh, mm-hmm. there, there, there's more weight on that body than there once was as well. Um, mm-hmm. I just don't have a lot of confidence in, in the New England Patriots. Um, I think we can officially say who made that system. Everybody was wondering when Tom Brady left, was it really Bill Belichick's system or was it really Tom Brady's system? Well, we're going to say it's still Tom uh, Bill Belichick's system, but Tom Brady's what made that system work. Um, yeah. Ever since the separation, Tom Brady's been in the Super Bowl and been in the playoffs. I don't even think yeah. – Patriots have been in the playoffs since the separation. Um, so obviously, either A, the quarterbacks they've had since then just can't play in a system, or B, Tom Brady made that system. Either way, my fourth position, who I think is going to finish at the bottom of the AFC East, is going to be New England Patriots. Yeah, yeah. I'm kind of on the same page as you. You know, with uh, with Jones not having a good year, he he had only two thousand nine hundred ninety-seven yards last year with eleven picks. But uh, I can think, I can I can sit there and say, you know, without a good offensive coordinator, you know, in your side, in your corner, you know, with 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 the offense that they have, it's kind of like it just I don't know, but. I feel like they can get back to his rookie year when he threw over 3,800 yards, you know what I mean, with 22 touchdowns and 13 interceptions. You know, that was a good foundation. That 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 was the replacement talk of Tom Brady, you know what I mean, that rookie year. You know, it's kind of looking at it is, uh, is his rookie year is going to be his best year, you know, just because of the ups and downs he had last year without an offensive coordinator. But uh, I had them, them in uh, last in that division also. Third, coming out of the AFC East, mm-hmm. I have the Miami Dolphins. Oh, um, yeah. Say so things. This is where things might change up. One, I don't have a lot of confidence in Tua's health. Um, yeah, I, the, the concussions, are, concussions are mm-hmm. a serious issue. Uh, mm-hmm. Him and Mac Jones, I, I feel and I agree with all the reports I've read, are on the hot seat right now. Um, they they mm-hmm. got to prove not only does Tua need to uh, prove he can lead his team and, and get to the top, but also prove that he can stay healthy. Um, and healthy, that's really, yeah. that's honestly the most important thing is that, um, as honestly, uh, if he can't prove that he can take a hit and these concussions are going to be a thing, there there's you might you you've made enough money already. Just yeah. finish your life out. And just live off the millions you've already made, and at least live those those days with some kind of intactness in your brain, and not as it as a noodle and everything else. Uh, but that's that's yeah. a big concern with Tua. Um, also with the Dolphins, the running game, they were 25th in the league. They were pretty much dead last. Um, so yeah. your 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 team is relying on a quarterback that his health is a concern and your rushing attack is not helping. Nobody over a thousand yards pretty much almost last in the league. 
Um, just not a lot of confidence in the the whole offensive side of the ball. And I think that the AFC East has gotten a little bit tougher, especially when it comes to the top two teams versus um, where the Dolphins were. Um, Jets have not been relevant. I think this year they will be, um, especially the pieces they added. But also, there's no there's no yeah. real backup to Tua. Um, not that now that I've seen, mm-hmm. I, I don't know if I missed anything, but there's really no reliable name behind him. So if he does go down with a concussion, you're kind of left with just hoping that one of these young quarterbacks will do something. And you got Waddle and you got uh, Tyreek Hill. Um, I think that your receiving core, it's got potential. But it's young. You only got two proven veterans on that team, and you're you're putting a lot of hope that that can carry you all the way through through the season, not wear down. Nobody get hurt. Um, I just feel that that's a lot. Defense is pretty solid. Um, I just I don't know. I, I my big issue is the whole concussion and to yeah. staying healthy. Um, and, and the yeah. fact that you don't have a run game to kind of help mm. ease that is a big concern to me. Who do you have in the third mm. spot? Now, who I have, it was kind of a toss-up. Now, the only reason why I have to agree with you with the Dolphins is just because there's no backup. There's no backup to Tua. And I can't sit there. You can, you know, if Tua's on the field, they have a good chance of winning a lot of games. You understand what I'm saying? But the key part is when Tua gets hurt. You, you know, it's not even to the point where if now, it's just when. You know, because everybody's expecting something to happen to Tua where he's going to be out a couple games. Now, who's going to step up? Who's their backup quarterback to step up? You know? And I just, I just don't believe in a quarterback. And that's the only reason why. You know, if he's on that field and he stays healthy, he has great numbers. You know, when I say good numbers, is is, is uh, they really are. But uh, I just I just can't figure I, I I can't picture Tua staying healthy for a whole year. That's why I have to no. put Dolphins. Yeah, a little over fifty percent throwing, thirty five hundred yards, yeah. twenty five touchdowns, mm-hmm. eight interceptions. Had a decent yeah, year, even yeah. with the concussion stuff yeah, going on. Exactly. Um, yeah, but you can't if you, if you don't have your quarterback there in the playoffs. You, you know, it's just hard for NFL teams to win in the playoffs with a backup quarterback. You know, it's just it's no. just difficult. It's it's difficult. Um. Second, I have coming up this division is the Jets. Um, yeah. This has been a huge topic. And mm-hmm. I know everywhere I looked, most people have the Jets either third or fourth coming out this. Like, there is no confidence in this Jets team at all. Yeah. And I, I, I'm, I'm kind of baffled, like, is there no confidence in the Jets, or is there no confidence in Aaron Rodgers? Like, or I'm not gonna say confidence th- in Aaron Rodgers. Is there I, that much hate towards Aaron Rodgers? No, I just, I just think, I just think it's just, I think people are really not prepared to sit there and say the Jets are going to do something and win yet, just because it's been so long 
that they haven't. But as far as what's on paper and what's going on, you know, they have a good chance of winning. Their only part is their their schedule at the beginning of the year. You know what I mean? Where the teams that they have to face out the gate, they have to win some uh, tough games. But I would like to see the Jets win. I, w- I would like to they see do. the Jets win. They, they got a they got a hellified tough schedule. I'm definitely looking yeah. forward to that October 8th game at Denver, especially with all the smack talk going on between them already. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I I just don't get it because you you got Lazard out there, you got Garrett Wilson, you got uh, Corey Davis, you, you got a solid receiving core. I, I think Garrett Wilson out of Ohio State has impressed everybody at the receiving. And that yeah. was with having the three worst quarterbacks, QBR-wise, mm. in the entire NFL. Now, excuse me, you throw in Aaron Rodgers, you can imagine what Garrett Wilson is going to do. They just signed Delvin Cook in the backfield. So now you've got a, uh, a certified, solidified running game as well. Um, mm-hmm. Not that your running game was all that horrible bad last year. Yeah. But now you you just – well, I'm going to take it back. It was horribly bad. Uh, <laughs> nobody even hit 500 yards. Yeah. Uh, but that team mm-hmm. was just horrible. Um, but now you and added that's a – Yeah. So, like – and. Even if something was to happen, worst case scenario, and Aaron Rodgers, which hardly ever gets hurt, gets hurt. And not mm. that Zach Wilson is my first choice, but you have somebody but, that's in yep, the system. Exactly. Now you have exactly. somebody that exactly. has been following in Aaron mm-hmm. Rodgers' footsteps yep. all exactly. this yep. preseason. Yep. So now mm-hmm. it's expected to be a better quarterback. I'm not going to say it's going to happen, but I have a little bit more confidence yeah. if I'm a Jets. Yeah. You have a former yeah. first-round pick, a former starter, mm-hmm. now being mentored by Aaron Rodgers. If something was to happen, you would like to assume yep. that things got better. Mm-hmm. And he actually took on a good role too, because you know, just just from reports and just seeing that, you know, he's really. I think he's really embraced the part of Aaron Rodgers is the quarterback of the team right now. Even though he struggled, he he is a first round pick. But you know, I think he sees that there's an opportunity to learn here. You know what I mean? But I just don't see. I just don't. It, it's gonna it, you're gonna tell out the gate just because the the jet schedule, you know, starting off. You know, it's the Bills. You know now, let's I mean? be honest, though. Mm-hmm. Let's be honest. Do yeah. you have a choice but to embrace being the backup role and taking that position? Like, you knew that oh, yeah, yeah. you were pretty yeah. much going to yeah. be fired. This was kind of your yeah. saving grace. Like, if Aaron Rodgers yeah. didn't come in, yeah. if you even got to be the starting quarterback the next season, that was probably it. You're going to be fired. This was kind uh-huh. of your saving grace. Now you're going to prolong your career at, at, New, at New York, and you've got mm-hmm. an opportunity to be mentored by one of the greatest quarterbacks in the mm-hmm. NFL. Like, you had exactly. no choice but to embrace it. Let's be honest about yeah. it now. I mean, he, yeah, but, from yeah, the surface, yeah. yes, looks like he's done it gracefully, but did he really have a choice? Like, was there any other option other than to screw yourself royally out of any opportunity anywhere? Yeah, but yeah, I, I I would say this, I would say this. You know, he could have, if he could have, he will always be a back. He, he'll come in camp here, 
camp there may pick up a team as far as a backup. You know, would a lot of quarterbacks mm-hmm. be happy, you know what I mean, as far as taking it the way they did? I, I don't I don't know, but I feel like it's a good opportunity for him to sit there and learn and and learn and listen and see how Aaron Rodgers does it because he does have talent. The talent part is there. It's just, you know, getting it all together. But I would say I would say as far as in their division, he's the he's the sec he's the best second string quarterback. In, in that in that division, probably. I don't know if I can yeah. argue that one. I don't see too many. Um, how many other quarterbacks you think is good enough second string than than Wilson? You know, if you actually think about it. Yeah. I think that, especially that division, I think they could uh, they could take that mm-hmm. claim. Uh, I want to assume that you have the Jets at second coming out of the division as well then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, but, yeah, yeah, I want to shake it up. I want to shake it up just because I know Will's on the same path of picking. You know, I think with the Jets, the Bills, you know, is, it, is this going to be the final year or is this going to be the collapse? You understand what I'm saying? Just because mm-hmm. they had so many shots at it already. And they still haven't finished. You know what I mean? Is Allen is Allen gonna learn from not running the ball and getting beat up like Cam got beat up? Are the running backs? You know what I mean? How they got beat up? They is this his year? Yeah. No. No. <laughs> so we, I mean, we're about, we're, we, we can go ahead. We can go ahead and talk about the Buffalo Bills. We both got them number one. They gonna win the division? Yeah. No, they're not gonna win it. Um, yeah. Not to, to spoil my pick overall, but I think all roads go through Kansas City. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, all roads until, until, yeah, you can't, you can't until, until Andrew Reid and Patrick Mahomes is not in Kansas City. Yeah, I think all yeah. roads mm-hmm. go through yeah. Kansas City. I agree. And uh, I agree. so I, I, ultimately, who I have going to the Super Bowl, I think we'll be surprised by my path getting there, um, but. Um, but I think I think in that division, I think in that division, you know, even though it's tough, if Tua can stay healthy, I can see, I can see maybe two, three teams from that from that division going to, you know, with two teams picking up wild cards. If that's if if nope. Tua can stay healthy. Nope. But I just don't see him staying healthy. That's my only problem. When he's on the field, he's good, but I got the bill. Out there or not, two at best. I don't see three of them making it to the uh, playoffs. And we'll talk about that here in a minute yeah. as well. Let's travel right. out west. My fourth team out the west is the Raiders. I yeah. have no confidence in the Raiders. I have no confidence mm. in their quarterback situation with Jimmy Garoppolo. Um, he's healthy. He's a good quarterback. I'm not going to say he's phenomenal. I'm not going to say he's great, but he's a good quarterback. He's accurate. Mm-hmm. He's a good mm-hmm. game manager. Um, but I have no confidence in him staying healthy and their whole quarterback situation. It seems like this is one of the most dysfunctional organizations in the entire NFL. You thought that them moving from Oakland – to L.A., back to Oakland, and then to Las Vegas. At some point, they would leave all that behind and start fresh. But it seems that they can't do that. 
It seems that they carry mm-hmm. their baggage with them every time they move. They don't just leave it there to go to the street corner and so let the garbage bin pick it up, and take it away, start fresh. And the Oakland Raiders, well, the Las Vegas Raiders will be the Las Vegas Raiders. Uh, we'll just go with the Raiders will be the Raiders. And I just, mm-hmm. I, I, I think the other three teams have better done a much better job of improving themselves, not only over the God knows how many years, but even this offseason. I think that San Diego's better themselves. Denver, obviously, even with just the coaching situation is better than themselves. And Kansas yeah. City, I don't know how much you can really better yourselves. You're the Super Bowl champions. Um, but I, I think you're in a better situation than uh, the Raiders are. I have Oakland. I keep wanting to say Oakland. I have the Raiders as the last place team coming out of the West. Yeah, I, I also agree. I think just just their organizational skills, as far as overall, is not that good. From the ownership going all the way down, you know that plays that plays that's definitely going to play an effect on the field. But they're last. The next team I have coming out the West is, and I changed this up. I was originally had these two teams flip-flop, but something yeah. tells me the changes in one organization is going to outweigh the other organization. Ooh. And so, therefore, Ooh. I slid San Diego down to the third spot. Okay. Um, okay. I understand that Justin right. Herbert throws up a lot of yards, but mm-hmm. let's be honest, back in the J, Drew Bledsoe threw up a lot of yards. Just because you throw mm-hmm. up a lot of yards doesn't necessarily always lead to victories. doesn't mean it's always a positive thing. Yeah. When you're throwing the ball 700 times, um, you're, you're bound to rack up yards, and Drew Bledsoe was big for that. He would throw 50, 60 times a game. Of course, you're going to have a lot of yards because you're throwing a lot of passes. Yeah. Doesn't mean that that's winning you games. It doesn't mean that you are being proficient in the red zone. Um, for uh, 4,700 yards, 25 touchdowns, not like Herbert threw a lot of interceptions. Um, but your receiver core, I mean, your your highest receiver only had 900 yards. Uh, or, or, yeah, 900 yards, 895 yards. Um, you obviously spread the ball around a lot. 800, 700, 700, 700. So you got a lot of a lot of targets. Rushing couldn't break a thousand yards. Um, defensively, obviously with Joey Bosa, I saw a thing the other day, or actually it was today, talking about Bosa mm-hmm. and his diet. Talking about he has to eat four to five thousand calories a day. It's more. It feels at this point more like a job, trying to consume enough food to be able to yeah. maintain the physical physique that he has. Um, I wish I had that problem versus just consuming all this food for no reason. But anyway, um, I don't know. It's just something about San Diego that it never mounts to a championship. Like, or, or... There's not even been a lot of 
division titles. Like, you've had Phillip Rivers. You've had LaDainian Thomason. You've had a lot of good players. And it just seems like you have a decent season, sometimes a good season, but that's really all you get out of them. Um, yeah. I don't know. I'm just not sold on San Diego. I, I just feels that every year we go into the same cycle, especially every year since Justin Herbert's been out there. So for all four years coming out of Oregon, it just seems like mm. every year we go through the same cycle. There's a lot of buildup, San Diego this, San Diego that, San Diego this. And it just kind of, it kind of just falls flat and San Diego doesn't really do anything. Um, went 10 mm. and 8 last year. I mean, it's a winning record, but, I mean, it's barely a winning record. Um, so, um, I mean, I mean, technically 10 and 10 to 7, with a, they got that loss at Jacksonville on that Saturday night that we watched Jacksonville come back from yeah. a ridiculous day. I think yeah. they were down 31 points or whatever, 131-30. Yeah. Um, and that's what I mean by when I talk about uh, the, the the San Diego uh, um, Chargers. It's like mm. L.A. Chargers. Those are the things. Yeah, those are the things right there that year in mm. and year out we get used to. You're up. You're winning. I I want to say they were up 31 enough. They might have been 20. It was something ridiculous that they were up against I think Jacksonville. Was I think it was 27-0 or something like that. And you – yeah, and then you fail, yeah. like <laughs> yeah. epic fail, and that's just yeah. what you get yeah. used to every single year. Um, and so, until they can prove something other to me, and especially with the coaching change, and, and I know it's sad, but I, I think that I just I have a lot of respect to the coaching situation going on to Denver, and I think that could change that program around. And unless Denver shows me, or I'm sorry, San Diego shows me something, I can't put them ahead of the other two teams. Yeah. Well, this is where this is where it gets shaken up between me and you because I like I like the Chargers. I, I want to say like them. You know, the collapse was big. You know, it it can it can either make a team or break a team. You know, they kept the coaching staff, they kept everything together. So I will give them the benefit of the doubt. You know Herbert, his 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 game is improving each year, so I, I can I can see I can see growth. You know, but I would sit there, I would put the Broncos at number three, just because their coach is good. Their coach is good. You know, he has a good record of the quarterbacks that he's dealing with. You know, as far as Drew Brees, Russell Wilson. You know, the height is similar. You know, even the Russell can run a little bit. But has Russell, you know, lost what he had in Seattle? You understand what I'm saying? Just because of the way they play now, even during the preseason game, the preseason game this year, you know, week one they kind of started off sloppy looking. You understand what I'm saying? So is it is it something where Russell's going – is this the year Russell gets in and – and you have a big head coach, is he's going to be the one who's going to bench him and bring somebody else in? So, I, I really, I really don't feel, I really don't feel like Denver is better than the Chargers right now. So I will, I will put Denver in that slot. Even though I got respect for Sean Payton, you know what he did in New Orleans, you know what I mean, 
and uh, beating up on the Panthers and all the accuracy balls that, you know, all the plays he, you know, how he draws it up, you know, but I just don't, mm-hmm. I feel like I just don't believe in Russell Wilson right now. Yeah, that's one of the shaky parts about this team. But I think that Sean Payton will bring in a a kind of an me, atmosphere, um, mm-hmm. a work ethic that is going to change what we saw from last year out of Russell Wilson, yeah. who uh, 3,500 yards, six, to... 16 touchdowns, 11 interceptions. I just mm-hmm. yeah, you got and then and then Denver's in a in a predicament where. You know, you kind of have to back up what your coaches, what your coaches talking about in the media. You understand know what I'm saying? Even though he was talking about the Jets and what they got going on, but now he's coming in from being on Fox and now being back in the coach's seat. You know, me talking, talking with the media about another coach. You gotta understand how them players gonna feel, and them other teams gonna feel. You know, trying to line up against them. You know what I mean? It's gonna be a little bit more. You know. uh a little bit more just to get at him and show him that, you know what I mean, Denver or you or your coaching scheme is not really that good, you know. So it's just, you know, Sean Payton, he's talking. Hopefully Russell Wilson can back him up and have a better year, but we're about to find out. i tell you what, that whole beef between Denver and Jets. So I even forgot about yeah. the whole – Sean Payton talked about he didn't want his players to be out of uniform, mm. didn't want him this, mm. and then Garrett Wilson shows up on TV with everything um, that he said, uh, kind of poking the bears. So i tell you yeah. what, mm. that whole yeah. October 8th um, matchup in Denver yeah. is definitely yeah. going to be an interesting game. Mm. I would be shocked if there is not some kind of scuffle at some point in time in that game. Mm -hmm. And I am thank my lucky stars that I no longer have to do all the extra stuff I have to do, and I can sit here all day long on Sunday and wait for this to happen. I will have my phone pulled up, and I have red zone. I will have red zone pulled up so that I don't miss anything anywhere. Um, I love Red Zone. Um, so I, I get an opportunity to bounce around. The only thing, all things thinks is when my team plays, it's kind of a catch-22. Do I want, want to sit there and watch my team, or do I want to watch what's going on in the entire NFL? So yeah. if they do play Browns games here, because unfortunately Cincinnati overrules because I'm closer to Cincinnati, sometimes i got to yeah. have the Red Zone pulled up on the phone while I'm oh, watching yeah. the game. Um, yeah. Or vice versa. So, mm-hmm. but anyway, all right. I went with uh, this is where we changed. You had said the uh, yeah, you had Denver there. You had San Diego second. I had Denver second more so uh, the coaching change. I just think the atmosphere yeah. will change. I think that players, especially more so Russell Wilson, will be held more accountable. Um, mm. We've seen what he did in New Orleans. I, I think we'll see kind of the same um, results, same everything out of Denver um, that we saw in, in, in New Orleans. And I, I know I'm comparing apples and oranges, 
I mean, once once upon a time, Russell Wilson was starting to be looked at as one of the greatest quarterbacks. I'm not saying greatest, but one of the a, a great yeah. quarterback. Um, kind of resetting the last season or so in Seattle. I think that was more of um, him his complaining and everything. I think everybody had a bad taste in the mouth, and of course, last year didn't help mm-hmm. them. I think this is an opportunity. Um. I think this is an opportunity for him to kind of kind of set the record straight and rejuvenate everything. So I, I just like what we got coming out of Denver for second place. Mm-hmm. Um, you got San Diego, anything you want to throw in? No, no. I will, I will say I will give the Chargers number two just because of their – you know they still got they still got defense and they still got their core of offensive players. You know what I mean? So is it is it this year just about is it the coaching staff that's the problem? Just because you being down you being up twenty seven and coming coming back and losing that obviously that has a lot more to do with coaching. You know what I mean? From plays, timeouts, or uh, calls, or how the game may be. So they're they're willing to give they want to give their coaching staff another opportunity, and uh, I want to see what they can do. But as far as overall, I think the Chargers have a better team than Denver. And of course, we agree on the top spot. Um, I think the West, the AFC, period. Mm-hmm. Um, I think all of that goes through Kansas City until yeah. somebody can yeah. prove me yeah. prove me that prove, they yep. can beat Kansas City. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah. So um let's go to the South. Yeah, yeah, let's get the South out of the way. I think the South is pretty much garbage. There's nothing about yeah, the, the South that it's, I it's, feel. It's, yeah, it's the weakest. I don't think there's anything about the South that says there's a threat for anybody making a AFC championship run or even a Super Bowl run. Like, I, I just don't see it. Uh, Mike now, Greeny or Green, whatever yeah. the hell his name is, said that he feels that Trevor Lawrence is going to be your MVP. I don't see that as well. Like I like mm-hmm. I posted on my personal fan page, I think somebody needs to be drug tested. Um, but I don't see it. Um, I don't see anything out of Indianapolis. I think that, I mean, Matt Ryan was talking about how it's just a complete crapshoot out there. I don't think that Jacksonville is that good of a team, nor do I think Trevor Lawrence is that good of a uh, player. Um, mm-hmm. Tennessee, you don't have Derrick Henry out there anymore, so you you done lost that whole bit. Um, Derrick Henry so still that, 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 is he? I thought he, I thought he was somewhere else. Maybe. No, he's, still, right. he's still out there. I, I yeah, think Tennessee is your best out. bet. Yeah, I'm going. I'm riding. I'm, I'm riding with. I want to, to be. I want to say he's the MVP candidate. You know what I mean? But I can really. I'm really uh, feeling what Jacksonville got going on 
as far as how they've been building since getting their head coach. You know what I mean? Just, just, just the momentum of what they got going. I just don't see it just turning off. You understand what I'm saying? Just the, from the climb that they didn't had the last two years. That's why I'm giving them, you know, more, more props than anyone in that division. I think the Titans, you know, I think, I think they didn't got, you know, good. I won't say lucky, but. Derrick Henry, I don't think he can keep carrying them. You understand what I'm saying? And I don't think Tannehill is the answer. And I think their raw receivers are no good. You know, even though they brought in Hopkins, I just feel like, you know, they should have just paid A.J. Brown. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? Instead of letting, letting him walk to Philadelphia, now you're paying somebody that's almost 10 years older than, you know what I mean, than the person that you just let go. And you're paying him the same. You're paying him a big contract too. You know, I think I think the the Mike Vrabel thing is over. So let's 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 get our bottom bottom team out the way first. All right. Um, we got the Colts. We got Jacksonville. We got Houston, mm-hmm. and we got yeah. Tennessee. Yeah, I'm going with the Colts. I think the Colts. And their whole situation Ooh. is is their their is got is the worst situation. Okay. Um, I'm waiting to see how this rookie quarterback out of Florida, Anthony Richardson. Oh yeah, I didn't have yeah. him as high on my draft as you did. Yeah. I don't think Gardner Minshew is going to is going yeah. to get you. Um, it's been a feel-good story here and there. I don't think he gets you where you need to be. Um, I, I just don't think the skill set is, is what the Colts need. Um, mm-hmm. you got some good receivers out there. Their run game, um, kind of on the, on the slacking side. Um, Jonathan mm-hmm. Taylor, obviously a little bit older of a player. I just I don't know. There's there's nothing, and then also hearing the reports coming out, listening to uh, um, Matt Ryan and talking about what it was like to be in Indianapolis. I just I think they got a lot of rebuilding, a lot of things that they need to redo uh, to to really be taken serious and be able to build a team that's going to uh, at least take the South. And it's sad because I don't feel it takes much to win the South. Yeah, no, it's not. It's not. It's not. Uh, I, I, that, I can, it's, it's a coin flip. You know, honestly, it's a coin flip for me, you know, with the Colts and Texans. You know, with the Richardson situation, you know what I mean? You, they try to start him off at the, on the right foot just because he went so high. He's here now. You know what I'm saying? Go ahead. Let's, let's see what you got. Hopefully you can come out. And uh, have a good scenario like Cam did in Carolina in his rookie year. You know, does he have that potential? As far as looking at him, yes, he does. You know, but he does have flaws. But uh, I'm gonna go ahead. I'm gonna go ahead and say it's, it's just a coin flip. I, just to change it up, I would say I would say the Texans just just to change it up. But it's, it's a coin flip, and. Uh, 
This is I, I go with the Texans. All right, this is where we're going to flip because I'm going to go with Houston as the next spot. Yeah, yeah. Um, even though I'm a Buckeye, I don't have all the confidence in the world. And it's, and it's, it's sad to say, being a Buckeye, but none of our quarterbacks that have drafted have mounted really to be much. And mm-hmm. a lot of them look good in college. But that's and it's the same way with Alabama. That's why none of the Alabama quarterbacks have really mounted. I think Hurts may be your exception, and I just I don't think he's a phenomenal mm-hmm. quarterback. I just think he played under a coach that was good, had a great year, defense, and other playmakers you got on that team, um, and, and also had to do with your schedule. Mm-hmm. But these big colleges like Ohio State and Alabama and Georgia. Traditionally, you don't get good quarterbacks out of there because you're, they're recruited. These quarterbacks are coming out of colleges that have the best offensive line that you can get in college football. Usually have, at some point while they're there, one of the best running backs in college football. And almost always they have one of the best receivers in college football. Um, and you can think about these Alabama teams, you can think about these Ohio State teams, you can think about these Georgia teams. They've all had great receivers. So, of course, when you have the best offensive line to protect you against measly nobodies, and, and even if you go yeah. up against your Michigans and Ohio State or you go against your Wisconsin, mm-hmm. you have the best help and protect your quarterback. They're going to look good. We're going to throw them to the best mm-hmm. receivers that you could possibly get, all the five-star recruits. So it doesn't always mm-hmm. and usually doesn't transition over to the NFL. I would be shocked if this is any different. One, I'm not yeah. a fan of rookie quarterbacks starting off anyway. I think that you need yeah. time to mature. The, the, collar, the NFL moves at a much faster pace. The schemes are different. Um, you're, you're talking the best of the best 32 teams. You're not talking about mm-hmm. playing your Toledos of Ohio or your – who can to technical college of whatever, yeah, like you're yeah. playing the best of the best. It's a whole different yeah, ball game. And I think that when you're drafted, you, especially the quarterback position to take over a team and be the leader, you need a year or two to develop, to learn the system, to learn to be a leader, to learn these schemes, to, there's a lot of things. I could not imagine what they got to go through. And it's very rare. Anybody has ever had a successful rookie season and if they are so lucky <clears throat> to have had a good rookie season, usually they fall flat after that. Because usually yeah. what happens is you have something, a, a gift that defenses of you that never seen before don't know how to read. Cam Newton was one of them. That defenses Ooh. didn't know how to adjust to him and how to, uh, to, to defend against him. But once they did, his numbers got less and less. Um, and you, you have other quarterbacks, the same Colin Kaepernick. I think that was one of the falls for him. He came out that first season with that running and everything. It was hard to guard him. But once the defenses learned how to adjust and made him rely on his arm and everything else, it shifted. And he wasn't so um, – it wasn't so hard to defend against him. Um, yeah. I hope things are different for C.J. Stroud. I don't see it. Um, I, I think that the Houston organization is a little bit better placed than uh, Colts, but I could be in the same boat as you and more so come up to a coin toss between these two teams. Yeah. 
Yeah, I agree. Uh, with the Colts, it's just, it's just different. With the Colts, like you say, it's the coin flip situation, but I just don't see Richardson doing a lot to say. He may say wow a couple of times, but it's just it's just hard for me to sit there and believe that, especially with they got, what they got going on with the running back and owner, you know, don't want to pay. You know, it, it lingers around in the locker room. It lingers around in free agency. Because if you don't want to sit there and pay your best player, your offensive, your best offensive player for the last two years, why do you think that I would want to be here? Because I know you're not going to pay me. You understand what I'm saying? So yeah. it just, it's just, it's just a different, it's just a difficult situation, especially on the last year of my rookie deal. You know. So now I'm really curious to see if our next two picks are the same. Or we're different uh-huh. on that as well, uh-huh. um, because I, I I think honestly I can see why they could go either way. I have a little bit more stronger feelings on why I'm going to go with who I'm going to say is going to win All this right. division. Um, okay. And it's sad because who I'm going to pick second, I don't feel that in in a lot of divisions they would even be able to finish second. But I think that yeah. because of the situation in Indianapolis and Houston makes them mm-hmm. by default be the second best team out of the division. Okay. And that's the Jackson that's the Jacksonville Jaguars. Um uh, I don't think that they're just a phenomenal team. I think if you put them yeah. out in the AFC East, they're finishing third at best, probably not even third, as long as two have stayed healthy. I think if you put them out west, they're definitely right there with the Raiders. I think if you put them out in the north, they're behind mm-hmm. at least both Ohio teams. Um, but because they're in the south and because of the situation that's going on with Houston and the Colts, this to me is yeah. going to be the team that finishes second. Um, I am not sold on the whole Trevor Flores thing. Um, I have done pieces about Trevor Trevor Lawrence. Um, was be was was calling ace and ace a spade a spade his whole career in Clemson. He hardly mm-hmm. played anybody. Um, I mean, come on, he played in the ACC. There is not really no and no shots fired at the ACC because I know you're an ACC man. But college football wise, mm-hmm. there's nothing really out there to talk about. Uh, we, yeah. we was talking about college basketball. You you, you guys got that on lock. But football-wise, mm-hmm. I mean, come on, who, who you beat up on? Boston College, Duke, UNC? Yeah. Every once in a blue moon, UNC has a decent season, not a championship contending team. Every once in a yeah. blue moon, Florida State has been around. But outside of mm-hmm. that, Clemson's kind of had free will because there's nobody out there. Then their yeah. non-conference games, I think their SEC games, they played nobody. Um, mm-hmm. they, they went, what, one and one against? Alabama and the one the one they won, their quarterbacks were hurt, so they played really a hurt team. And their win against Ohio State, it was based off one of the worst calls in Fiesta Bowl history. It was the only reason they got away with that win. Um, so Trevor Lawrence has never really proven anything to me. So it blows my mind once that Mike Green is even calling for him to be the uh, MVP. But two. I just don't see it. I don't see him um, leading this team to a championship. I would be beyond shocked if he leads this team to um, 
even to the playoffs again, um, as, as obviously they they did last year. Well, I'm, I'm only gonna say that because for fortunate for them, they get to play Houston and they get to play the Colts twice. To me, that's four get that's four wins right there. Like mm. now, if you can't beat those teams all four times, then no, you don't even deserve to be in the playoffs. Like you are given an opportunity. This was like when the Steelers were on the top of the North and both Ohio teams sucked. Like, if you couldn't beat Cincinnati and Cleveland all four of those games, you really had no business being in the playoffs anyway. Um, that's yeah. kind of how I feel with, with, when it comes to Houston and uh, Indianapolis right now. Like, if Jacksonville or Tennessee can't win all four of those games, then – you really don't even belong in the playoffs, and you shouldn't even be considered in the championship game or, or a Super Bowl. But uh, I got Jacksonville second. All right, all right. This where this where we shake it up again because I'm going, I'm going Tennessee as a second. You know, I think I think the best thing they got going on right now is who is their second string quarterback. You know. Because I think I think Tennessee and the head coach, you know, if anything go wrong, I think they're willing to put uh, the the quarterback that they just drafted in the game. You know, all he has to do is produce something during preseason. So I, I would say Tennessee. Now I got Tennessee in the top spot. Not by mm-hmm. a big advantage. This is why I feel so weak. I, yeah. um, I just can't take Tannehill as a serious threat of the quarterback position. I'm not saying he's yeah. had a horrible yeah. career. Yeah, exactly. I'm not saying he's the he worst just, quarterback he just, in the yeah. world. Uh, but he's he only threw for 2,500 come, yards yeah. last Yeah. So mm, yeah. You're, you're relying on Derrick Henry to produce week in mm. and week out. You're, you're, you're yeah. counting on the fact that he don't get hurt. Yeah. Mm. And don't get me wrong, he's a he's a, a beast. Yeah, he's a beast. You know, you got, they a, lot of, you play you got a lot of miles yeah. on those on those yeah. Mm-hmm. Eight years, yeah. a lot of yards, a lot of miles, and yeah. Tannehill, twenty five hundred yards, thirteen touchdowns. That's it, thirteen touchdowns. Mm. Um that's yeah. why you only had a re- you, you had one receiver even crack five hundred yards that was barely cracked mm. five hundred yards. <laughs> yeah. So even though I have um, Tennessee above Jacksonville, it's not by this wide margin. But this is yeah. why the South, like you're going to have a winner. There's no guarantee that that the the, the the team that comes out of that division is even above 500 team. Yeah. Um, and, and that's that's pretty much going to be a one and done out there. Um, mm. The North, I have a feeling our North's going to be all shook up. Um, oh yeah, I got the Steelers. Yeah. I got the Steelers in the bottom spot. Uh, yeah. One, yeah. I, I think that organization is not turned around from the loss of losing Big Ben. Um, yeah. Their quarterback situation, I, I, I don't understand why or how it's taken them so long to actually find a good quarterback or a great quarterback mm-hmm. to replay. We're just so used to there being good quarterbacks in Pittsburgh. Yeah. So it's really mind-blowing to me that you, I'm sorry, I, I just don't feel Kenny Pickett from Pitt is the answer. Um, and Mitch Trubisky, like you're you're relying on two sub 
subpar quarterbacks out of two subpar programs to lead one of the most decorated, most respected organizations, even as a Browns fan. I hate the Steelers, but I have a lot Mm -hmm. of respect for what they do over there and how they win. And, you know, yeah. I have told her, I'll tell anybody that the Steelers is an organization that don't go to, don't go there and expect to get paid above everybody else. Go there to mm-hmm. expect to get a nice check, but you're going there to play knowing that you're probably going to make it into a Super Bowl at least once in your career and that you're playing for his, you're playing to play a part of history. You're playing for an organization, the Steel Curtain, an organization that that has a lot of history, not so much one that's just going to pad your pockets and pay you this ridiculous amount of money. And I have a lot of organiz- I have a lot of respect for the Looney family and how they run their organization. I think if we would have ran our organization like that a long time ago, I think we would have a lot less issues than we have now. Um, but I, I, as I, it just blows my mind that here we are all these years after really the start of the decline of Big Ben, and they have yet found that quarterback. The, that quarterback is going to help lead them back to the top of the AFC North. It don't hurt my feelings none, being a Browns fan, because the longer the Steelers stay at the bottom, the better chance we have of making the playoffs. Um, but I, I'm really honestly surprised. Who do you have coming out of the bottom of the North? I also have the Steelers. I also have the Steelers. Uh, I, think, I think the reason why is the quarterback situation. I still, I still don't have faith and who they got, you know, as far as their scheme, I think Mike Tomlin, you know, the story about Mike Tomlin keeping them afloat, you know, it'll, it'll keep a team, you know, hungry at the end. But uh, I, I, I say the Steelers also. I say the Steelers also. Next, and I have a feeling we're going to be all jumbled up here. Next, okay. I have the Ravens. Yeah, um, okay, okay. One, I have no confidence in um, uh, Lamar Jackson's arm. Um, one, every mm. playoff he's he's disappeared. Two, he relies on his legs too much. I'm sorry, but I am a throw first, run second quarterback. I want a Tom Brady. I want a Peyton Manning. I want a mm. a Drew uh, Drew Brees. I want somebody that's going to try to live to see another down. I want a quarterback that's going to play for 20 years. Not a quarterback that's going to run every given chance they got because they are not that accurate of a quarterback and takes their health into their own hands all the time. So, one, I don't count. I, I, I don't. His arm, his accuracy is a question to me, but two, also his health. Um, we, we've seen that last yeah. year. I think we've seen that the year before. Your your mm-hmm. big fix to everything was to bring Odell Beckham into, into the whole picture who also has his health concerns. He also has his ego concerns. Um, Mm -hmm. Yes, the worst thing probably ever to happen to Odell Beckham is that phenomenal catch that he had when he did it over the the Cowboys, because that seems to be the the whole highlight of his career. And outside of that, he's had to cut some good games, but that's been it. Um, and, Mm -hmm. And so I just don't think there's enough pieces. I think that okay. 
I, I think that the North, you got to play Cincinnati. Now, this is also depending on how serious Joe Burrow's injury is because it's vague. They're talking about a few weeks, maybe many weeks. It's kind of vague. Yeah. Um, but you're talking about a team that's been to the what the AFC Championship and the Super Bowl or Super Bowl twice. I can't remember what the Bengals have been to. Mm-hmm. Um, so a team that's very uh, legit. And a Brown team that is very hungry, that has, be, has been rebuilding for a few years now, and I think has finally got the right pieces. Um, I, I don't think Jacksonville's got it. I think you had a quarterback that was worried about getting his pockets paid, and that's all he was concerned about. And they weren't able to focus on everything else they needed to focus on other than a receiver that couldn't even make it play the entire Super Bowl in his last game. Um, and didn't even mm. play, but a partial of that season on top of that. Um, so, yeah, I have the Ravens in the third spot. Yeah, I can, I can, I can see why I can see why the Ravens would be in your third spot. I could, I could also say, could I put the Ravens at three? Yes, but I'm not. The only reason I just think that Cleveland is in that slot is because. They haven't done anything compared to what Baltimore has done with Lamar Jackson being hurt in and out of lineup, whatever the case may be. I just haven't. I'm not going to take. I'm not going to take that away from Baltimore just because they still go to the playoffs and they're still in it. You know, if if the Browns was at least competitive or in it, then then yeah, you know. But so I will, I, I have to see it. First, and then I'll go. I can't. I can't knock Baltimore for what they've did compared to Cleveland, and they haven't done really anything, you know, in a while. So that's the only reason why I'm picking Cleveland right there in that spot. But I do also like a throwing quarterback too, just because you know, get me the ball when I'm supposed to get there. You know, you see that whole throw with anticipation, and you know I'm getting there. You understand what I'm saying? If you see me while I'm open and then you throw it, I'm going to be covered just because the cornerbacks and safeties are coming too. You know, you see a hole open, you know my route is in that window, go ahead and throw it. So when I turn my head and plant that foot, that ball is already there. You understand what I'm saying? So I can totally agree with the throwing quarterback. Just because of running quarterbacks, they don't last long. You know, and, and once you get once you get panicky, they're going to run. So. I got Cleveland right there. Well, if you have them there, I know you don't have Baltimore in the top spots. So that means our top spots are no. going to be different because in the two spot, and normally I don't do this. I let my my team and don't let that interfere. And I don't feel I'm letting it interfere with okay. this one. Okay. Um, but I, I try to keep it. I, I actually try to be more critical of my team because my team, and I don't want to feel uh-huh. like, oh, that's your team. That's why you have them that spot. But yeah. You got Mixon in the backfield mm. that has too many issues. Seems like every time you turn around, he has a fumble in the football. He's got issues with the court. You got Joe Burrow yeah. and the concern of how serious this injury is um, that, mm. that's happened in the, the preseason. Um, right. The uh, Bengals lost um, Perrine, or however you say his name. Um, he's no longer with us. So you, so you lost a significant backfield um, running back. Um, mm. 
it seems that the Browns have had the Bengals number. I think last year either we lost one or both, but up to that point, um, we had won like the last five out of six games or six out of six games. Mm -hmm. So it, it seems that even with Burrow and even with that team on the rise, the Browns have been able to have that number. My my reason for the Bengals being number two is really boils down to two two things. One, mm-hmm. how serious is Joe Burrow's injury? Yeah, two, yeah, that's it has thing. to do has to do more with what the Browns did in their off season versus mm-hmm. I'm not gonna say so much what the Bengals did or didn't do, but what the Browns did do. Um, and, yeah, you know, I'll okay. talk about the Browns here in a second, but I got Cincinnati in the second spot. All right, all right. In the second spot, I got I got the Raven. I got I got the Ravens. You know, even though even though Cincinnati with the quarterback situation is a big deal, you know what I mean, and them barely getting by each year. Even though I feel like they could have beat the Rams in that Super Bowl, maybe. If things were a little been a little different, but I was I would have to say the Ravens just because I think their quarterback situation is a little bit better in Cincinnati than it is in Baltimore. Yeah, they would have been a little bit different. They might have beat the Rams if uh, they didn't have Eli Apple out there trying to guard a receiver. Yeah, yeah, nobody, but anyway. yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, my top spot. I have the sense or the wow, yeah. I have the Cleveland Browns. Um, one, you got Deshaun Watson now in his. He had a chance to play half the season last year in an off season to get himself back into shape. He had an opportunity yeah. to get himself in rhythm and in sync with the receivers. He didn't have that opportunity. He was out for what a year and a half or years of change or whatever mm-hmm. it was. Um, so he was out of shape and never really got a chance to practice with the receivers before a certain time. So he was never in rhythm, never in sync. Um, yes, it hurt to lose Kareem Hunt. But we have the best running back in the entire NFL with Nick Chubb. Um, I'm a fan of Felton, who will be his backup. He's also the, either the punt or kickoff returner. I think he's the punt returner. Um, I like Felton. Mm. We, added, we added Elijah Turner. I liked him. Um, I got an opportunity to see him the other night play. I hate watching preseason games. I hate one of those four preseason games because your starters play maybe two quarters out of four games, and then you, you're stuck watching a bunch of third, fourth, fifth string players that are never going to play. Um, so you kind of yeah. get a false hope. But we did see Elijah Turner play for the Jets last year. We knew what we was getting. That's why we went out and brought him into Cleveland. You throw him in there with Amari Cooper. Um, you throw him in there with Najuku, um, Caldwell Pope, uh, People's People. I call him the People's Champ. Um, People's whatever his name is. I like our receiving core. Um, of course, the return of Miles Garrett. We also um, signed um, Denzel Ward and company back there. Um, we added some pieces. All around, the Browns have worked hard to improve everything. Because, honestly, I think we got one or two good years. 
Um, and so I think that the Browns have gone all in to try to make sure this is their year. I don't know, remember how many more years is left on the contract. With, with John's locked in for a few more years, but I know Amari Cooper, this is last year. Um, mm-hmm. And I'm not sure how many more years Chubb has got. I don't think Chubb's going anywhere. But we know we are on a time frame with our contracts. And so the way that everything was structured, this is the perfect time to go all in to try to bring a championship home um, for the Cleveland Browns. I like everything they have done this off season. I like how the schedule lays out for the Cleveland Browns. I love the fact that we start the season off with Cleveland, with Cincinnati. We are at home. Mm-hmm. I feel very confident. One, I felt confident in the first place, but I feel even more confident knowing that um, Burrow is probably not going to play. Um, yeah. And then we go and we play the Steelers. It's a Sunday, either Sunday night or Monday night, it's an 8-15 game. So we're going to play a team that is probably the worst team in the division. So now you start picking up momentum. You start picking up rhythm. Mm-hmm. You start picking up confidence. I like how this is going to look for the Cleveland Browns. I think that they take the AFC North, and I have not been able to say that in a very long time, but I feel very confident um, that the Browns will do what they got to do to uh, win the North this year. All right. Okay. Okay. That sounds that sounds very tempting, you know, and, and, and it sounds very believable. You know, it all depends what what Watson is going to do. Y'all, y'all definitely added some good core pieces and stuff like that. The only reason why Cincinnati is up there is just because of what they did the last last couple years, you know, but the quarterback situation is tough if he's not going to play. It definitely is a real, is a real game changer. So, uh, I picked, I picked the Ravens. Now I'm picking Cincinnati, but it's definitely going to be a fight for that, for the winner of that division. All right, before we jump out here, let them know where they can find Carolina Sports Plus, um, what you got going on coming up, and uh, all right, okay. anything else you want to throw out there real quick. All right, all right. You can check us out on, uh, on online at carolinasportsplus.com. You can like us on Facebook and Instagram at Carolina Sports Plus. We've got a, good, a lot of good things going. We'll be a vendor at the Cumberland County Fair from September 1st through the 10th. So if you're around Fayetteville, please come check us out. We got uh, Angel Munoz fighting uh, in September, September 9th in South Carolina. He's currently 3-0 with three knockouts out of uh, Burgess Boxing Gym in Spring Lake. Uh, Munoz is currently training away from camp in camp in, uh, in L.A. So he got a lot of good things going on, but his fight is in September 9th in Rockio, South Carolina. Um, don't forget, you guys can uh, check out the website, www.the110nationsportsradionetwork.com. It has our blogs, it has our shows, marketing partners, schedules, all that kind of stuff. Um, you guys can catch the shows. We added, uh, we got added to Amazon Music and Audibles this week. So we're on Amazon, iHeart, Spotify, iTunes, um, YouTube, Google Podcasts, Podchasers, really any major platform we are on, so make sure you check that out. Um, don't forget, Monday, 
We got a new show, the Once in Nation Race Chat Live Exclusive. We'll be sitting down mm-hmm. with drivers, uh, promoters, um, crew members. Uh, it's about a 30-minute long show, and it's just an uh, opportunity for us to uh, introduce you to these different athletes and these athletes to our um, followers, our listeners. Looking forward to that. Landon Lewis, um, who has a resume mile long, will be our first driver on this Monday night. show kicks off at 8 o'clock. Don't forget you guys can catch Race Chat Live every Tuesday night, 8 p.m. And then, of course, we'll be back here next Wednesday night, 8 p.m. We'll be talking NFC, um, more updates on this whole Michael Ower, however you say his last name, and what's uh, what's developed out of there and give our thoughts and opinions and, of course, any other big headlines as we lead into the NFL and college football season. Uh, make sure you guys like us on Facebook, um, the 110 Nation Sports. And uh, make sure you guys check us out um, on, I guess, X now, not Twitter, at what nation, that's just so weird to say. And uh, on Instagram, we're on Instagram as well. Oh, make sure you guys subscribe to our YouTube channel as well. Um, we got uh, videos on there. We'll be having more videos um, now that my schedule's freed up. There'll be a lot more stuff and a lot more content over there. Um, so make sure you guys check that out as well. Um, I want to thank everybody for tuning in. Glad to be back in here in the uh, in the Carolina Sports Plus studio. I want to thank Mario for joining me, Carolina Sports Plus, for being part of all this. And uh, I'll see y'all and talk to y'all next week. With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.